0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Oh, that's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it.
0: Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Now uh, one of the uh, most recognizable Figures in the Pacific Northwest in the game for nearly four decades. He joined the USGA Green Section in 1983, director of agronomy for the West region, uh, serving seven states and four Canadian provinces. Uh, He officially retired not long ago, but uh, has uh, started his own consulting firm, helping out uh, courses as well. Very pleased to have joining us this morning, Larry Gilhoolie. Good morning, Larry. How are you? It's fine. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you taking some time for us. Uh, I think uh, with all of the play that's gone on, the number of rounds that we've been discussing this morning uh, that have been played on courses in the Pacific Northwest uh, due to the COVID pandemic as well as the fantastic weather we've had uh, this spring and summer, uh, the question is how are the courses holding up? And and as you are consulting, uh, what are you finding are some of the uh, key issues uh, the clubs in the area are dealing with this season?
3: Well, I'm a member here at Canterwood up in Gig Harbor, and our course is holding up fine. Uh, And all the courses I know are getting a lot of play. Uh, I assume they're all doing great, but one of the things that uh, uh, I really have focused on in my retirement is trying to get people to understand to move forward uh, on golf courses and play at proper distances. But with the COVID happening, um, I haven't gone to a lot of golf courses this year. I've talked to a lot of people, but really haven't. But from what I've talked to the folks in the industry, the year's going great. Uh, the weather's great, and uh, uh, hopefully we'll uh, get through the year, and then the winter will be fine, and uh, there'll be more people playing from the proper distance.
0: So we, this is a passion of mine, has been for a long time. We all uh, remember uh, was Barney Adams. What was uh, from the Adams Company started uh, this a long time ago. Uh, saying people are, are just not playing from the correct tees, uh, and the USGA has done some research, and you have personally. Can you share with us what that research has found?
3: Absolutely, Harold. Um, the research that, that uh, IU utilized was uh, came from the USGA and PGA is a combination, and one of our uh, green section guys down in Georgia put together a wonderful uh, graph And it basically shows that, you know, the average female is a 25 handicap, the average male is a 14 handicap, their distances with a driver and swing speeds, uh, the average woman has a swing speed of 60 miles an hour, hits a driver 140 yards, the average male has a 14 handicap with a swing speed of 81 to 90, and hits it 210, so... And they also did not just the drivers all the way down to the wedges. In the wedges, the average female hits 60 yards. The average male hits 100. And he came up with a graph, and, and it's just an outstanding display of, of basic data and shows uh, pretty good information that uh, par 5 sh- uh, for females, should, uh, they should not be playing over 380. Uh, for the guys, they should not be over 590. Uh, For the women on par 4s, 260 is the maximum, and guys is 400. And then on par 3s, 140 uh, for the females and 210 for the guys. So as I go around and visit golf courses, um, virtually every golf course, although it is changing, uh, the forward tees are way too long, uh, excruciatingly long. And a lot of the guys are playing tees that are too far back for their distance, especially the senior guys because we – I'm included in this comment. We've all lose. We're all losing swing speed as we get older, and we need to move forward. And it'll make the game more fun, make it faster, and it's, uh keep players in the game, which I think is very important, and draw in new players at the same time.
0: Well, the unfortunate situation is that a lot of players think that when they pay their green fee, they bought real estate, and uh, so they move back as far as they can to challenge themselves. How do we convince them beside data? How do we convince them to move forward and enjoy the game? I mean, it's a real challenge.
3: Uh, it, it is a challenge Harold and, and that's one of the things that I'm doing and was going to do a lot of this year until the COVID shut us down. But, uh, I was going to golf courses and I give presentations to the memberships and I've done a few of them late last year. I did a lot of them with the USGA, and there's a, with this data, uh, there are people that are, absolutely would not consider moving back. Once the data is shown, uh, it starts happening. And, and really, Harold, what I noticed in the in Pacific Northwest is a slow but very distinct movement of players, mostly senior guys uh, that are losing distance, are, are starting to move forward. The younger generation has not done that yet. They will eventually. Um, it's, to me, it's a patience issue. And when these forward tees are put in and when the players move to them, and they eventually do, you'll see the senior men move from what might be 6,000 yards up to 55, 54, which is where they should be playing from. And then progressively you'll see other players start to move. The younger players is difficult. I don't know how to handle that particular uh, problem. Uh, There is obviously some ego involved. But I I found here at my home course that uh, you get one or two players that start moving forward a little bit and all of a sudden everybody. And so, so my, my personal story here at our course, we have what are called green teas, which are the old forward tees. And I had friends that said, I'll never play the, the quote unquote, you know, the <laughs> ladies tees." Right. And they do that now in the winter. And now some of them are doing it in the summer because they want to have fun. And that's, that's what I'm seeing as a as a direction. It's slow, but you got to be patient.
2: Larry Gilhuly is our guest, uh, long time agronomist uh, for the West Region of the uh, USGA, now uh, doing his own consulting. And you talk about that younger generation. Uh, you know, obviously, we're seeing you know what we've seen, starting with Tiger and modeling after the professional uh, tours. What we see is many more athletes coming out so people that were playing other sports but it's more of a fitness related the strength is there they have the capacity to hit drives uh 250 275 280 but not necessarily the skill they end up going sideways and it takes a long time Uh, how are you planning to bridge that gap that it's not just the ability to smack it you know as far as you can but the ability to play the course and keep it in the fairway
3: yeah, we have uh, quite a few here that hit it way beyond 280. Uh, they can they can hit it straight, but then there's the sideways ones, and there are some safety concerns. Honestly, right now, as you look at the game, the vast majority of people are older people, um, and it's it's. But there are younger people coming in. What I try to get people to focus on is what is your average handicap at your club, and try to get people to understand that that the course should be set up for the average players, and then when you have tournaments, speed up the greens and do all that other stuff. There's a lot of components involved with golf that slow down play. And distance is just one of, of several. But the, the average players that are five handicap or less compose an extremely small percentage of virtually every golf course you go to. But they're the most vocal. And sometimes courses uh, cave into that and set their courses up way too difficult for those, those people. I have gone to courses where they've taken out back tees, and just completely taken them out. They're just not being used. And so that will physically force players to move up. There will be a small percentage that would still wanna play those, but they'll play these uh, the next set of tees up. Instead of 7,100 yards, maybe it'd be 6,800. Um, I wish there was some magic formula for uh, this small percentage of players um, that hit it long and, and wild Uh, would see the light and move forward i have played with players that uh, absolutely uh, don't want to go back even though they have the length because they want to have fun and that's really what we need to focus on in the game is is fun competition no question but it's a fun sport um, and you got to just know your capabilities and harold i see it all the time uh, players playing further back than they should Uh, and uh, that's the goal is to try to get everybody to understand that hey try it just move forward so one of the things that was done Woodburn Estates down in your uh, neck of the woods mm-hmm. they did a um, they set up a whole set of forward tees and, and to introduce it the golf pro um, introduced the idea of a what he called the swing I called it the swing speed invitational he called it the swing speed shuffle but it, you had to do a swing speed analysis and once you had your swing speed done with a the driver then you had to play in that day that tournament the tees associated with your swing speed. And his response was, you know, it's not 100%, but it was overwhelmingly positive. And the players had to play that day. Once they're introduced to it, there'll be a certain percentage that'll say, you know, that was fun, I think I'll do that again. And it just slowly opens up the idea of, hey, you can play this from all these different sets of tees. And and one of my focuses on forward tees is, obviously, those players with slower swing speeds, which is kids, Um, females and aging adult uh, males is trying to get them to understand that if you don't have a set of forward tees and you can't hit it very far your your tees you're playing right now you have no chance and so guys that have distance or anybody has distance can play every tee on that golf course those with no distance that are playing the tee that's already too long they have no choice well you're going to run people away from the game that makes no sense to me. So the forward tees have really helped. And and that's what I promote. And when I go to golf courses, that's what I I really focus on now.
0: Yeah. I just got tired of hitting hybrids into every par four. It just, and so I I started in the winter time saying, okay, I'm going to move and I'm at a Royal Oaks country club. I'm going to move from the squirrels, which are the blue tees uh, up one set of tees in the winter. And then in the summer, move back. And now I'm, one more set forward, uh, I think that's a good way to adjust. I just, I just like, I prefer hitting a uh, seven, eight, nine irons into a, a par four than I do a three or four hybrid. Uh It just, it wears you out. Otherwise you, Larry. Her- yeah, go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just going to say, same thing here, Harold, in the winter at Canterwood, I play the white tees. Now yeah. there's, there's friends of mine that are all good players, scratch players and, and they, they, some of them, that, uh, they, they're stupid and they ridicule me. <laughs> Others, they're starting to understand that, you know, in the winter in the Pacific Northwest, I know Royal Oak's a great course and it's dry and the ball may roll. Up here, when it gets wet, um, the ball doesn't roll. And, if, and for every 10 degrees, I think it's under 60 degrees, you lose three yards of distance. So you're out there playing when it's 40 degrees, you're hitting an extra club to begin with, then you're getting no roll. There's two more clubs. And our white tees at 6,000 yards are about equivalent to our 6,350 from the Blues in the, in the summer. So why not play the whites?
0: Right.
2: Larry, yeah. uh, Larry Gahuli, uh, unfortunately, we're out of time, but we appreciate you so much uh, for taking some time for us. We'd love to catch up with you uh, again down the road as we uh, continue to... Uh, educate uh, the population out there at golf and uh, get them, get them playing from the right tees. And uh, yeah, you do, you want to give yourself opportunities to score. I think if you put it in that frame of mind, uh, we'll all be a lot better in, in getting people to understand. Uh, it's not, everything doesn't have to be the U S open out there.
3: <laughs> and real, real, and real quickly, three letters, fun. F-U-N. Exactly. For, forward use now. That's what you need to do.
2: Forward use now. We will remember that, Larry Gihuly. Uh Thank you so much, and uh, we we hope uh, things start easing up. You can get back to uh, some of those projects you were hoping to do this summer.
3: Hope so, too. Thanks, guys. You bet.
2: Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know,
1: right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install?